everybody. Welcome back to La Cantina MX Football Podcast, streaming live on YouTube and Twitter Spaces. Make sure to hop in on the conversation, raise your hand to speak, and we'll get you going. Tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about Jornada 6 of Liga Mekis, which is surprisingly still going. We have Pachuca and San Luis, nil-nil. Uh, but we also had some previous results over the weekend that we're going to be discussing. We also have some rumors. We still have a few days left before the August transfer window ends. And there might be some moving pieces. We'll talk about that. And of course, the kids heard around the world, although it's not Liga Mekis. I think it's uh, maybe if we have time, we'll talk about the whole debacle, uh, debacle between the Spanish Federation and the women's national team. But before going any further, I want to welcome my good friend Joel for joining us. Joel, how are we doing? Pretty good, I mean, even though I had some some work done, I had my, uh, I had, uh, Jesus, what is it called? Uh, root canal. Oh, shit. It felt like they punched me in the face, but I'm better now. Hey, doesn't the Spanish girl play in Pachuca? I don't know, does she? I don't know about anything so about women's soccer, man. Sorry, dude. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Where is Habibi? Habibi's our guru on all things. He's here. He's here. Women's soccer and MLS. Oh, okay, good. Nah, I, I mean, look, it's not my forte. I, I don't even watch it in the World Cup year. It's just not something I'm interested in. But obviously, everyone saw the the kiss around the world. The the president celebrating, maybe taking a little too far. And everyone's picking sides and really blowing this out of proportion. Honestly, like at a, at a glance, it looked like it was consensual. But after the fact, you know, you look at it from different angles. You know how you look at something in slow mo and then you in, you know interpret it a different way. I feel like some, yeah. sometimes that that happens, especially with like VAR. You look at a foul that maybe didn't look like much in, in real speed, but then you look at it in slow-mo and you're like, that guy's an animal. He looked like he was ready to kill. You know, it's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Not sure. But what I am sure is um, Chivas lost their undefeated streak over the weekend. They fell, man. They, they finally tasted defeat against Santos. It had been a while since uh, I think Chivas had had won in Torreon, and uh, to and yesterday or Saturday they lost two to one, and a really poor performance overall. And uh, I think Baunovic made some questionable decisions with the substitutions. He brought in Lalo Torres, and he was at fault for both goals. And uh, Alexis Vega had uh, a berrinche at the end of the game and ended up getting sent off. So we will not have him for our next match, which is, uh, let me see, who is it against? I know it's against uh, Monterrey. Oh, tough match. Yeah. Tough match. And it's, it's team rumor to want Alexis, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know how people feel about Alexis. I feel like sometimes they villainize him. The other times they'll, they'll, you know, make him the hero. But it just goes to show how inconsistent he's been with Chivas. You know, some days, yeah. some days he's the man. And some other days you're like, did he even play? And 
You know, he doesn't have a, a cool head. He gets red carded, and now we lose him. You know, we lose him to uh, to that game on Saturday, on Saturday or Sunday against uh, Rayados, who are actually are also coming off a defeat, shockingly, against Cruz Azul. I wish Abdios was here for him to celebrate. But uh, overall... Yeah, I think it was a frustrating Saturday, especially because that game was late. You know, it was like at 8 p.m. my time. And I can't imagine the Chivermanos who are on East Coast time. That's 11 for them Two, you know, one in the morning for it to end for them and to end in a defeat. You just go you just go to bed angry. You just go to bed mad. You're like, you fucking lost. God damn it. You, you wake up all corajudo on Sunday morning. It's just not a good feeling. But there was a lot of upsets over the weekend. You know, Puebla, they beat Juarez, who were also undefeated, who were in second place. And like I mentioned earlier, the, you know, Monterrey losing to Cruz Azul. Uh, I think America got a draw 1-1 over Leon. And uh, they also got red carded. So, I don't know, man. I feel like the refereeing in this league has been really bad. I don't just too many bad calls, but I mean bad in the sense where you feel the referee pretty much decided the matches or just they made they made too many bad calls. So I think that for example the you know the Rayados Chivas not the Rayados Monte the Santos Chivas game I feel like he he let the the teams sort of like make these like tiki tack fouls and then things got really escalated in the match. And um, you know they just lose control, they lose control over the match. You know Chivas get a penalty, put it away, and even the penalty was a little questionable. But it's it's like week after week we see these referees lose control of a match. Things escalate, you know, people get hurt, people get red carded. I don't think there's been a single jornada where there hasn't been a red card. And that's a little little alarming. Like every single week it's been red card after red card in in these matches. I feel like las coran muy baratas, you know? <laughs> well be good good um something to look into. See how, how it compares to other seasons. Yeah, and, and uh Vega got the double yellow, right? So it was it was a legitimate foul and he got frustrated that the referee didn't call it and he grabbed the ball with his hands and that's why he got yellow carded. And it's like, oh, like you know, if they were to review the play and actually award Chivas the foul like, are they able to remove the second yellow? You know, and it's just like things like that. But, uh, yeah. It is what it is. I will say, adding to that, though, you can tell by all the leagues across the world that they're not tolerating much shit any longer. Like, La Liga, only the captain can talk to the ref. If not, like, they're getting yellows. Uh, so it seems like I'm not sure if it's coming from FIFA where they want like less time wasting with players complaining 
or what, but it seems across the board the refs are becoming a lot more strict. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There has been a lack of of disrespect or uh, uh, signs of disrespect for the ref. And I feel like any player just goes up to the referee and starts complaining, especially in Liga Mekis. And, like, the rule is, like, yeah, the referee isn't supposed to talk to anyone but the captain. Like, if you have a problem with a call, like, the captain's the one that's supposed to reach out to the referee. And, you know, what you'll see a lot of times is they'll gang up on the referee and then in the heat of the moment, he'll, you know, they'll decide to actually review the play over VAR or something. It's like, I feel like they're easily influenced. But coming off of League's Cup, I feel like that was a terrible, like, tournament for referees. And this Liga Mekis, at least the return, hasn't been much better. But yeah, Pachuca's nil-nil at halftime with San Luis. Um, Pumas got a victory over Tigres 2-1. to one. That's a massive, massive win for Pumas. Everyone's been talking shit about them, how they haven't made any <laughs> any signs, any, any you know signatures this, this offseason. Um, Querétaro beat Necaxa 1-0. And Atlas and, and Toluca tied 0-0. So, yeah. I mean, what's the table looking like, Jaime? We have Chivas in first place with 13 points despite the, the defeat. Same thing with Juarez. They're still in second with 11. San Luis is in third if this uh, game remains nil nil. Very unlikely top three. San Luis uh, <laughs> also, yeah. And then Pumas in fourth. America fifth. Tigres sixth. Santos seventh, Monterrey eighth, Leon nine, and Querétaro ten. Necaxas in dead last. Yeah, man, Necaxas booty cheeks right now. They've lost seven games in a row between Liga and League's Cup. So, yeah, who the hell is their coach? Yeah, I don't, know. I don't even know who their coach is, to be honest. Probably a nobody, a <laughs> random. Well, they, they dismantle that team. Uh, I mean, no. they didn't really have anybody. Well, Who was their coach? Lini, and then he got sent over to national team, like U23. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're in the mud. Seven consecutive losses. But you know, that's the thing about being a team with no pressure. Like the media won't talk about that because nobody gives a damn about Nekaka, you know. But uh, <laughs> same thing with uh, Pumas. That Pumas win was massive because they hadn't beaten Tigres like in nine, ten, eleven games, something like that. And then Cruz Azul win was massive. Not only was it their first win of the season, it was the first time they win in that stadium. Damn. I don't know. That stadium has been along around for quite some time now. And can you imagine Cruz Azul never had a win in the new Monterrey Stadium? I think that one opened in like 2015, maybe. Oh, yeah, 2015. Yeah. That's, still, that's, still yeah. that's like that's seven years, dog. Seven almost years. Ten, yeah, almost 10 years, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So, yeah, so both of those wins were massive. But uh, Turco, man, I don't know what's going on with Turco because he just, his son just became a Pumas player too. So, 
Who? I don't know what's going on. And, and then one of his other sons, I think, is like an assistant coach or some shit like that. Really? How many kids does this guy have? I don't know, man. But it just like raises a question: like, uh, do like legitimate teams want to take on that package for Turco? And is that why he like fell that uh, Celta because he wasn't that professional? Because Pumas don't care, you know. Pumas is broke. If he says he wants to put his grandpa as like whatever, they'll say yeah. Mm-hmm. Water boy. <laughs> He had a he had a son that was playing in like Argentina, right, or something like that. He had a kid to pass too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, bro. That was a uh, while back ago. That was what 2006 World Cup. Damn, I didn't. But uh, there's uh, speaking of Argentina, there's this kid who played for uh, Tigres, like their U team, and uh-huh. he left and he got signed by River Plate. So he's with River Plate now. So that's he's a Mexican striker. He's like uh, almost six feet. So there's been a little hype around him. Is uh. he dual national or, or? No, he's straight up Mexican, just Mexican, which is weird. He's straight up Mexican and he went to River Plate. Nope. 100% Mexican. I found his name. It's uh, Shair Mohamed. And he. That name. He plays in. He's also Mohamed's kid. He plays in Argentina. He is. Through his father, he is of Lebanese, Syrian, Argentine, Chilean, and Croatian descent. Wait, you talking about the guy who just signed with River Plate? Or are you talking about Mohamed's son? Mohamed's son. Oh, oh no, we're taking that. We're taking another guy. Hey, man, you're confusing us. No, I, sorry, it bothers me when I forget their name. But, yeah, that's that's Mohamed's son. I don't know if that's the same one that's playing for Pumas. But, uh, yeah. No, we don't, we don't care about that now. We care about that. <laughs> that would be like, it's been a long time. Uh, you don't really see Mexicans going to Argentina. We had... um. The two players on loan, which was Garcia Aspe, he went to River Plate on loan from Necaxa. Mario Mendes. And Luis Hernandez. Yeah, but La Volpe took him, right? La Volpe takes Mario mm-hmm. Mendes. And that was that. And Luis Hernandez at Boca Juniors played. Yeah, so interesting to have uh, a player end up over there, but. Oh, okay. Then, well, he went to a River Plate U18. It wasn't the... But you know what's the crazy part? You know where I found this info? Hmm. On his LinkedIn. The kid has a LinkedIn. This <laughs> <laughs> is a Club Atletico River Plate U18. And he says... Wait, what's I have his name? Played, uh, Diego Arria. He's like, I have played in Liga Mekis, Dallas Cup, uh, some cup in Switzerland, and the Diaz Generation Cup. And he's uh, like, also pain. studying at the University of Texas in Austin. <laughs> but no, he was uh, a U team to uh, River Plate U team, U18. All right, no, no criticism, uh, but it sounds like he called it Papi, dude. Mm. The check cleared. He's always. Not hating, though, not hating. It says that he decided to leave after being scouted by River while playing for Tigres U18 team. 
But I don't know. That just doesn't make too much sense. Why would Argentine teams be scouting Liga Max players? I know, man. They can shit out. It's, they wouldn't put, like, the Dallas Cup, a lot of, you know, like, right there, you'll be scouting. You'll be, like, say they were playing some Argentine team. Uh, and so then they would, they saw him playing, but, yeah. I, I just put it in. Unless the, they're trying to. I put it on the podcast, the the tweet about this kid. Unless if they were, you know, like, because there's money to be made. And so, like, if it was like, all right, we're going to get a bunch of beaners and then put him here and, and then sell him back to Max. And Mexico will buy them, dude. They'll pay premium. He's got those uh, Derbez eyebrows, man. <laughs> those things look evil. <laughs> but, uh, hey, wish him the best. I don't think I've ever seen any Mexican player go to Argentina and succeed, right? Like actually no. play in and play what? game in and game out. Yeah, you probably have to go all the way back to El Pirata. Um, El Pirata. Damn, I forget his name. The stadium's named after him. Castro? No. Fuentes. Fuentes. Pirata Fuentes. Yeah, that's man. That's what 1930s or something. He was all over the place. Lilini came out and he said that. He did two months of, like, scouting, and he found, like, 70 potential Mexican players around the world. He said, like, 43 between, like, U13 and U15. Oh, yeah? And then 28 between U17 and U20. So I think they're going to try to copy from the U.S. men's national team Mm. and just find random guys whose, like, grandpa or dad or something was Mexican. And you know, someone like the Netherlands or some shit like that. They were yeah. in Mexico for spring break. Yeah, seventy players that no one has heard of, but he found them. Oh, so Necaxa's coach got uh, fired, Rafael Dudamel. <laughs> Man, I don't even know why you fire him for real. <laughs> I I wonder how like uh, all these Americans are feeling, right? You got like uh, Verlander, Kate Hudson, Ozil. I'm sure they're not happy with their investment in Nagaxa. No, I think they knew what to expect. Oh, and of course, I I forgot about Eva Longoria. I'm pretty sure they knew what to expect. I don't know. They they might be in a rebuilding, you know, where it's like maybe they have a couple youth. I told you, I told you this in a previous podcast, but I don't know if you guys remember. But I would, you know, what I would do if I was her, I would take a nude photo and just like the movie, um, <laughs> ma- ma- Major League, right? Every time they yeah. win, they get to take a piece off from the thing until you know, until they win a championship. I think that, that would wouldn't be- work now. We have, that- we have like ten in it. <laughs> It'll get leaked. It'll get leaked before like the first game <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know. And it's weird because they moved that franchise, right? You would think that they would have a lot more support in Aguascalientes, but I, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, was like the team. 
If you look at the Coxas transfers list, though, on transfer market, like on arrivals, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Jesus Christ, they had a lot of players arrive. And they spent zero. It was all loans. Interesting. And they only had they only they only had one guy the part. Well, they had multiple guys the part, but they only had one SSL. It was like um, one point eight two million. Everybody else was pretty much like end of loan, end of loan. So they're basically just getting everybody on loans. So who knows what the hell they're doing? They're using their money to invest in maybe. Dude, I I just watched the facilities. I I watched the video that says Verlander is one of the highest paid pitchers, or he's the highest paid player in the MLB. You can't. You don't think he could throw a few dollars in Gaxa's way? They could build a whole team with this salary. <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's going back to my previous comment. I mean, they have seven consecutive losses and no one cares. So even if they did start winning, they will probably get, what, local support, if anything at all? I mean, how much money could they profit off, like, being decent? I know that, like, going to Ligia gives them a good chunk of change, right? Yeah, but even when they go to Ligia, I feel like if it's, like, a Chivas... America type opponent, I feel like the fans are kind of like, you know, the minority. Yeah, no, I mean, for teams like that, the main, the main money is going to come from player transfers. That's where the money's at. So they, they would have to, um, you know. I wonder if Chivas ever uh, paid them for Canelo and uh, Chic- Chicote and uh, Alexis Pena. I'm sure they did. I mean, that's. <laughs> no, because the, the Nagaxa Twitter said that they hadn't paid for the players yet. Damn. She got some of the bus. <laughs> oh, it says that Barcelona made an official offer to Nagaxa for a uh, youth player named Heriberto Jurado. Yeah, he's good. He's been, I think he's been pro with them for like two, three seasons now. Uh, he was like under 18, and he was starting, and he was doing well. But I think the only thing is with that offer they made, it was like loan with option to buy. Yep. So it doesn't benefit too much. But no, the kid's good. He plays with the Mexico national team at youth levels, and he wears the number 10. Do, do you uh, think? Uh, do you think going to Barca is a smart move, though? No. Um, honestly, I would. Like, if it was my kid, I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, go." Because worst case scenario, like you don't make it, but now you have it on your resume, so you have endless teams give you opportunities. Oh, that means shit. No, you are at Barca, you know. That means dick. You know who else no, was at Barca? What do you mean? Giovanni Dos Santos lived off Barca and Jonah Dos Santos? No. Guys that leave he, they, had, they had good national team careers. If Gio didn't no, have... When they first yeah. leave, no. That don't mean dick. If, if you go and uh, play with Barca, even with the season, and you can't find nothing in Europe, I guarantee you some MLS team will definitely give you a contract just because you come from Barca. There's been a couple. There's been a couple of Mex players that went. Who's the um? Who's that? Even to Real Madrid Academy, came back after a year. No one even remembers their names. Well, they were given a chance though. Who's that? That's why just because you're good doesn't mean you're gonna get a chance. Sorry, I mean. 
No, real quick. Who's that commentator, the Spanish commentator who's on 2DN, who played for Leones Negros and Cruz Azul? Grosas. He pl- he he came Marcos. from the he came from Barcelona. He didn't do shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. It's because like you're a youth player. Look at uh, what's his face? Uh, Fidalgo, same thing. Real Madrid Academy never had a career in Spain, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden now he has all these countless chances with America. Yeah, and then the day within the commentators always like sucking him off. You know, I would say the only uh, silver, what do they call it, silver lining with him going to Barca is that Rafa Marquez is there, right? Yeah, but I mean, that's only he has, you know, like that there's that obligation, you know, and but that could probably be the link as well. If, um, Marquez knows some promoter in Mexico. That man was a no. captain in the national team. You know, if a Mexican kid comes over to Europe, Rafa's going to make sure that everything no. goes smooth for the kid to adapt. No, we've seen it already with him. Um, nah, make some look Vasco, well. Vasco took, Vasco took, to, he took, uh, he took Vidrio and he took, uh, what's this guy's name? Ochoa. Chivas. Um, Ochoa, yes, Carlos Ochoa. Carlos Ochoa. Yeah, and yeah, they sucked, they sucked ass and he, he had to bench him. He didn't. He didn't leave him. It was, and the same with Marcus. It's like his career on the line. He's not gonna. This kid's shitting the bed. He's not gonna yeah, keep. Yeah, but those kids, those guys suck. <laughs> this kid, this kid's actually good. This kid went pro. You know Sixteen. There's a difference. No, but cool. yeah, for the dude went pro at thirteen, dude. Booty. If anything, Aguirre probably did them a favor so they could like just. Say they were in Europe or something, then they go back to Liga Mekis <laughs> and still have offers. Because that's what happened. Ochoa wound up signing with Chivas eventually, and I'm sure he got paid well. She's desperate. Don't sign anyone. Vidrio <laughs> still plays. Vidrio's been playing for what? So many teams. He always gets a chance. Really? I thought he retired, dude. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I thought it was yeah, this was that Osasuna. No, this he would tell Osasuna, Osasuna. didn't do dick, then back, went back to Pachuca. Yeah. yeah. Embarrassed to give it, dude. They're like, these bombs. Embarrassed to leave. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a gamble, dude. You could be good, but I mean, not everyone does well with living abroad. So, as good as you are, you could just, you know, it just doesn't work for you and you end up. Just not playing to your full potential. Um, I so think he's uh, he's young enough to take the risk and go to Barca. And uh, yeah, but if you're playing first division, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade Barca Academy for first division Liga MX. No fucking way, I'm doing that. Well, I think F- like the, I think the reason why I would is to your your uh, technical ability and your discipline and your professionalism is always going to get whether or not you 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 make it you're you're going to that's a step down though Jaime. that's a step down like you're already playing like you're not going to see that with like a brazilian youth that's playing in Serie A brazil and because because real or whatever academy offers them you know their youth team they're gonna jump you know, I'm if you're in first division, like, at this point, you're already, like, a good rated, 
You're already a let's, starter. Let's be honest, bro. Like, uh, we struggle with developing, you know, young players. So it's Barcelona's where they keep buying players. How many players? Like, look at their current team. Like, when's the last time they had all these canteranos? Pedri, Gavi. Yeah, but, like, that they had them in the team at the same time, that they had at least, like, five. What, are you saying they do or they don't? They don't really. They do? What are you talking about? You even watch the soccer? Yeah, they have, they have a bunch. They have that 16-year-old kid, Yamal Amelo, what his name is. He's starting for Barcelona, assisting and scoring. And he's 16 years old. He's a winger. They have Pedri. They have Gabi. Yep. They have Sergi Roberto. They have, I mean, I don't, I don't watch Barca games, but I can tell you right there alone. That's well, right now because they're poor. Right now, because it's poor, dude. They had money. They, they, they had really, money. Like, they, no one was looking at that. Players. They brought Gundogan or where his name is from City. They're getting Conchello right now. They yeah, brought they, Lewandowski um... last. I mean, they have a good mix of like. No, when they were ball, when they were when they were balling, they weren't even looking at the cantera. That's what I'm saying. What do you they mean? Not, when they were balling, they were no, it wasn't. It was players that they brought from other teams. Xavi, Iniesta, Puskas, I mean, uh, and so on. It was all uh, cantera. All those guys were cantera. None of those guys were transfers. Would you, guys, that team, would you guys consider Messi cantera? Just... Why is he I cantera? Don't. If he got there when he was there, like because 10. he was already that's cantera. No, he was he was older. They didn't develop. They would develop more players like Messi. You think he showed up at ten years old, like just being he was perfect? 10? No, he was like what, thirteen, maybe. I he was a teenager. Fourteen. Yeah, he was a teenager, and then they shot him up a little age. But they didn't teach him to play like that. He was already balling like that. Eh? Yeah, they they could teach that. that. But at the end of the day, you still have to develop them and hold their hand to make sure you know they make it to that level. Some players, for some reasons, don't. All some off-field issues or whatever it might be. You still got to hold their hand to some degree. La Liga is shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, A bunch of no-names. Morzuelo, Morzuelo. <laughs> Wait, let me just finish this up. Because they, they had... You know, Farsa had this, like, brief moment in the cantera. Everyone was sucking it off and La Masia and documentaries and all this shit going on. And then after that, they sort of dried up. And they weren't really producing shit. They weren't even using players from there. And um, you, the opposite, you had Real Madrid doing more players, except they were selling them. Um, but I, I still, I still don't don't see it as far as like the way you had at one point like um, Ajax. They were very successful just, just with the Cantera, you know, with just Canteranos. They even went on to win um, well, majority uh, Champions League. You know, you don't really see that. They don't even trust it to that point where they will always buy players. No, see, now and, you guys are contradicting yourself now because you are guys are also the ones that say that Liga Mekis is pretty much at the same level as the Dutch League. And now you can't compliment the Dutch League, a team from there, for using their youth players. Not a developing player. I never said that. 
I know it's superior as far as developing players, but I'm just saying you can't compliment them for using La Cantera when apparently it's not that difficult of a league. But they won back-to-back Champions League in the 90s. I think they get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, a long time ago. And they still get the benefit of the doubt because, I mean, they just had a good run like three years ago, and that team got dismantled. They had, like, uh, one go to Bayern, one go to Juve, one go to Barca. I mean, they got completely dismantled. Yeah, They're still good at developing players. But I'm just saying you can't one day hate on the Dutch league and say it's almost the same level as Liga Mekis and the next day praise them for like how they develop. It's like, come on, you can't do both. Well, no, no one's saying the Dutch league is a good league. It's a good development league. So if it's a good league that's creating all these players that just mm-hmm. go to the other top leagues, yeah. then if well, Mekis I mean, was just one that, team. why would it make it superior? Well, but at this point, it was just we're just talking about one team, which was Ajax. And it's not like the whole league across the board is is doing the same and and getting really far. It's just the same two teams. So that's that's where we could say the criticism comes from. But I mean, I'm just going back to what development was when you're having kids that you've had in your academy that were like local and stuff which has changed because this team started plucking talented youth from other countries. So then you're going to say that you develop someone, like if you're going to say you develop Ronaldinho, right, because you, you plucked him from somewhere in Brazil. And it's like, you're not really de- yeah. yeah, but this guy was always going to be good. Yeah, but he, he graduated he from that... Yeah, he graduated from their yeah, but if they, if they, if they, they academy they still... player. Yeah, but they would have more players of that caliber. That's my point. They're not. They can recreate that. As much as they say, they what can't do you recreate more players that? of that caliber. You're talking about the most talented guy to ever be born. Yeah, there's no more. Yeah, because if you're caliber. saying you you created the player or you developed them, that means you're telling me you could develop a player like that. He's like, no, you can't. That's you. You. He was able to flourish there, but he would have done that anywhere. He would have done it in 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 Veracruz, in in the Galaxy, anywhere, dude. anywhere, dude. He has that talent. You can't teach what he has. But Fidel Curi. But yeah, you know what development also means? It's the whole aspect of development. Fidel Curi will probably buy some prostitutes and use them as a show pony. And the kid would have gone, become a fucking drunk by the age of 18. What do you think, Cody, What is, is the video he arguing? He's a bum. I don't know. He's arguing. What we're, what we're <laughs> saying, though, is this kid, you know, I understand Joel's point. You're already playing professional soccer in Liga Mekis. Yeah. Why would you go yeah. to Barcelona B? That's like a step down is what you're saying. Even though it it's is. A, even though it's La Messiah. So what? There's hundreds of kids there, dude. Hundreds. There's been a couple Mexicans too. They've gone a Santiago Fernandez. There's a bunch of names you could you could go do a Google search. Or, or that. Didn't do anything, from, uh, man. Didn't do anything. Wouldn't you go? Liga Mekis will always be there for you. You could go for years. So what? Booty cheeks, and you come back. No. It's the Liga Mekis first division team will give you a chance. What about that kid from Because he doesn't need it. Because he doesn't need it. 
He's already playing. He doesn't need it. He, he's getting the, he's gonna get called up to international team. What kid from Real Madrid? Um, he hasn't already. There's that Mexican kid that with that that that, that uh, dipstick, the Jovenes MX, and everyone on on Twitter was hyping up. <laughs> Who? That. Yeah, he was booty cheeks, but didn't even America give him a chance? No one gave him a chance. So you just kind of contradicted yourself. No, there, he went to America. Who? If we're talking no, about the didn't. same guy. Are you talking about who was like a right back or left back? Yeah. He went to America as Did well. Did he ever play? He never played. He didn't play because he wanted to be in booty, but that's my point. My point is not saying that they're going to go to Liga Mekis and be successful. My point is that someone will give you a chance just because you have res- the on your resume. I don't think, like, I don't think they did it because of that. I don't think they did it because sometimes you just have the right connection and you're able to, you know, they put you somewhere. It's more, more I can believe you guys are telling me that if you have El Madrid or Barcelona on your resume, that some Liga Mex team won't give you a chance just because of that alone. Well, like, what's no, the chance? We got Mekis here, guys. No. What's the chance? You're talking about you. You're talking about you as well. Having playing time. If you're Mexican and you have Real Madrid and Barcelona on your resume, especially the B team where you were like one level away from cutting that, they'll give you a chance. Fucking Chivas gave Wally a chance for who was from second division. They, still waiting for his debut. Second division. So, and those are <laughs> those are foreigners, españoles, whatever. Why wouldn't they give a Mexican guy a chance? I saw some clips of this kid. He's okay, but dude, to go to Barcelona, that's fucking that's a stretch, man. He's better off staying in Necaxa, honestly. Araujo from Galaxy. Barcelona? Yeah, how's he doing? He got loaned out to Las Palmas, bro. He's not even there. He's not. He... So, <laughs> I'm not saying he's good. I'm not saying it's a What's good the move. Point? What's the point I'm of having Barca you, as your middleman? Barca's just, just trying to flip it. us. And, and take some pictures and then. If Araujo doesn't make it in Europe, a Liga Mekis team will give him a chance. Then why go in the first place? Yeah, then? exactly. Why the fuck would you hey, go and waste your time? That's why you go in the first place. Because either you're gonna make it Dude, or he, you're not. He's already playing for Galaxy. He's already he's already net. on the national team. He he won the gold, the Copa Oro. Like what? he doesn't need to prove himself anymore. He won the Copa Oro. What are you, man? You're saying that like that was a big. I'm just beat. saying it's not like he's a prospect at this point. Araujo's already an established professional who's been playing for quite a long time now. And it's like, yeah, and you still take the chance that you'll go. Do you to really Europe think he has the skill like to play at Barcelona, bro? He I don't he, think he has the skill, but that's he not is worse the than Sergio Dest, and that's saying something. No, the argument is not if he has the skill. The argument is if a player should go there if it's worthwhile for him, and I think it is because at the end of the day, even if you don't make it, a Liga Mekis team will still give you a chance. Do you think going to a team like Las Palmas is better than if he had stayed? In the MLS, which is, I think, your favorite league now. What do you mean? He's not. You're not focusing on that. He went to Las Palmas. You're focusing that he's playing in La Liga, and if he does well, he didn't. Barca call him up and give him a chance. Dude, he he went straight to the B team. He wasn't even registered to play, bro. He went straight to the B team. He didn't go to Bar- the real Barcelona. Yeah, that's more of a Barca issues that they were having with registering transfers. I honestly and shit. think. I uh, my genuine opinion, they've never considered him. I think it's all Rafa Marquez influencing them to sign a few Mexican players. 
But and what's wrong with that? Nothing That's wrong good. with that. But if you're going to sit on the fucking bench, you might as well stay where you're at. Mm, I don't know, because once you make that move, where you're at will always be a bubble to you. It's, you like if you work for, it's like if you work for some little shitty company and then you go work to a top company in your industry and that company lets you go, your little shitty company that you used to work for, they'll probably take you back. Because now they know you work for the hot shots and you have all this experience. Maybe you could do something for them. Experience Horrible. sitting on the bench? I don't Horrible understand. Comparison. Habibi's just a La Liga stand. No, it's not a La Liga stand. Because I said Man City, Alex Alcala, whatever his name is. He could fail there and he'll still get a chance. Look at Marcelo Flores, is your perfect example. Freaking Chivas was trying to bring him. He didn't do nothing in Spain. He didn't do nothing in Arsenal. But just because he has that resume, some team will be willing to take a chance on him. Now, whether it's a smart thing or a dumb thing, that's a different story. But you I cannot see. tell me that if you have a top team on your resume, that some Liga Mekki team won't give you a chance. I don't care if that team is Mazatlan. Somebody will give you a chance. So you're going to leave to end up in Mazatlan? Yeah, or maybe you wind up in America or Chivas. How they've already shown have done it. But they're not. Like, again, dude, it's, it's, if you're, this is the thing. If, if he's already first, uh, he's a starter for a first division team, then you don't need to go to a second division team. I don't care if it's, like, uh, I, I would say the good example is uh, Davila. He was already getting, he was already getting uh, playing time with Chivas, yeah. And and uh, was it Chelsea or was it Man City? Chelsea buys him. They loan him out. Second division teams. He actually did good. He actually did good. He got a team promoted. Uh, yeah, he helped got a team promoted. Got loaned down like two or three times. I think he even ended up in Portugal. His contract ran out. He ended up coming back to Liga MX. He couldn't hack it, dude. He was at Santos. For whatever reason, he couldn't hack it. Ended up in what, like New Zealand? Now he's an Australian legend, mate. <laughs> Man. But I mean, Wait, but you this was the example right the there. Where no, everything you just said. He didn't do it. No, but, it, but see, he, but he see, the goal wasn't too important. Hold on. What happened? And he went back to Santos because Santos gave him a chance. Yeah, but I'm if not you were to, if it's a smart decision, if it's a dumb decision, if they're going to make it or they're going to come back to Liga Mekis and be ballers, I'm not arguing any of that. That's just noise. What I'm arguing is that you go to Europe, you don't make it. Someone Liga Mekis will give you a chance. And you brought up Elisa Davila, and you just proved my point. Santos gave him a chance, even after all those quote unquote failures. Someone will. No, I never said they were failures. They weren't failures. It wasn't. The... It was just the club that okay, those treated experiences. Him. After those European experiences, even if you didn't make it to Chelsea, how everyone expected you to, someone will still give you a chance. And Santos gave him a chance because he didn't make but in it. A, in an alternative, different. in an alternative universe, because he, he he, I think he made his debut in, in Copa Libertadores, and he just started Damn. shitting. He started shitting on people. <laughs> I was like, who is this kid? And I'm like, in an alternative universe. Chivas wouldn't have taken the bait and sold him to Chelsea. He probably would have been a solid. Yeah. He probably would have been a solid player for us, and I think his career would have panned out a lot differently. Then, I want to leave with Chivas. Then be like a fucking you know traveling circus yeah. show. 
They didn't even make it to the national team. Played World they, Cup and all of that. Hey, they you had some bomb from Liga Mex that stayed and ended up doing more. So I think just my point is going over there, it's not really going to guarantee you much. So that's why my, my point is that I'm saying it's too much of a gamble, too much of a risk. I'm saying if you already have it good, don't leave unless you get a better offer. Unless you get a better offer with top guarantees. Seven consecutive losses. What is your yeah, but they won him. He doesn't want them. So it's like if you want me, then show me the money. Give me the give me, give me a good contract and I'm gonna get I'm gonna collect all this money. And maybe some some stipulations there that if you're not using me, I go fuck off. You can't do shit about it. That's when you have a good agent, that's what they're gonna do. Because sometimes these teams will freeze you, send you to third, fourth division, and those two years, they could kill your career. But the numbers clearly show, you know, Habibi saying that if it's a bad or good idea, the numbers clearly show it's a bad idea. Yeah. You can't yeah. name me one that has succeeded in, in, in going that route. So it mm, is a bad idea. The two was goalie that was in Portugal. He's training under Casillas. Right? I'm led to believe by all the Habibis that that's the best for him, you know, playing in Europe and you know, European, everything. He was there for, I don't know what, two, three years. Came back competing against the Chivas Caterano. It was a Tapatio. <laughs> Couldn't even beat that guy. I don't even know if this guy said it. I already forgot his name. Okay, so what's your point? You're saying if they would have stayed in Mexico, they would have developed? Because you literally yeah. said that Liga Mekis not if a If you're playing, again. Maybe it's not a development it's not like they, maybe they make it in Europe because they were booty, and then when they came back, they were still no. booty. No, you don't make it for different reasons. I said it before. Yeah. Some people just don't do good when they're out of there. Because they left you know, and, and then make it in Europe. There's no guarantee that if they stay, they would have made it as well. Look at Espericueta. Well, more if you're he already, this is what, did he make it? No. Julio Gomez stayed in You have a better Liga. chance. Did he make it? No, but those guys like, didn't even have offers. See, there's a the thing. You're getting... This guy was already getting playing time. If you're getting playing time, if you have a better chance of being in the first team, then that's where you want to stay. Now, instead of going somewhere else where your odds are way less, and then they're just gambling on you, but they don't care because you're very expendable to them. So they, they don't matter if you make it or not. They got like 10 more of similar that they put from different third world countries. So they're not going to care. They're just like, all right, next. Next. That's why, like, FIFA ended up doing all these rules with youth. Because this is what all these European teams were doing, plucking talent from different clubs and then trying to see if they could find a jam. Diamond in the rough. And there's a bunch of players that were just, like, throwing to the side. And we're ending up with, like, nothing to show for it. So, in conclusion, La Liga is mediocre at developing <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, Habibi's the same one that said that that Spain had a a once in a lifetime golden generation that's never gonna happen again. So <laughs> I know what you're arguing, man. Yeah, those, you know, that's the whole thing about like the whole development thing that I've always 
being against because it's like, look how dependent they are on bringing in foreigners. And that's pretty much every club. And, and for all the lower leagues, and all, they're bringing in a lot. And that's what they're always doing, like trying to find a quality player. And then what, that's the one they develop? Dude, come on, man. That's, that's not, to me, that's not really developing. That's just nurturing talent, players that are already talented. Speaking about mediocre, Chucky Lozano is on the verge of returning to PSV. I asked you guys earlier in the chat, you know, what do you guys think of this move? You know, it's like, I don't know, man. I think the thing that uh, I hang over his head is the fact that he was Napoli's most expensive transfer of all time when he was purchased. And I don't know if they got their money's worth or he panned out the way everybody expected him to, especially, you know, him scoring against Germany and kind of like, riding the 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 flames of that for the rest of his career. Aren't they selling them because they don't have money? Not so much. You know, like, probably, like, they can't afford his wages. Uh, I think they like, were trying to reduce his wages, yeah, and he's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> we, just won, we just won the league? You want to reduce my wages? Like, what? <laughs> he would have been legend, dude, in Napoli. And ac- according to Habibi, he had a huge role in, in the title run, but I don't think he scored that many goals. <laughs> uh, the guy couldn't handle the heat, man. I don't know why everyone's so afraid to say it. He didn't let Petro Frio? Pecho Frio? Semi Pecho Frio. Tiene el pecho calientito. I mean, uh, free, medium cold. Ice cold. <laughs> he didn't live off the World Cup hype. And he, remember the last part we were talking about hype, right? He didn't live up off the World Cup hype or the PSV hype that he generated scoring all those goals. Yeah. I mean, he struggled when he went to Serie A, right? He, he came from being his hot shot at PSV. Scoring goals because the defense and and Ed, and the Dutch league sucks, and then he goes to you know pro- arguably the most defensive league, right? Serie A, the Italians, they they're they're known for their defense, right? Some greats came out of Serie A, Maldini, Nesta, and it's like he struggled, man. He struggled big time, and uh, Ancelotti, who brought him there, got canned, and then his replacement Gattuso. Talk shit about him and said, hey, man, this guy, you know, is not taking his training serious. He shows up late. I sent him home. And it took him a while for, for him to win over uh, Gattuso. And towards the end, he did get minutes. But I remember him struggling big time when he made that move to Serie A. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I know they won the, the league last season, which is a, a huge accomplishment for the South. And I'm happy for him. But when you look at, like, Chucky's career, like, compared to – what was expected of him. Like, I honestly expected him to be, um, you know, to surpass a Chicharito and, and maybe get, get there with like Rafa Marquez, you know, as, as, as one of the all time greats. I I, I thought he was going to, I thought that was the trajectory he was going to go in and he's gotten nowhere close to that. I don't even put him in the top 10. Yeah. Chicharito's had bad luck. Cause I, 
had Bernie been there longer, I think he would have stayed at Man U longer and his numbers would have been even more more impressive. The guy just never evolved. And my I, I said that on the on the group chat and uh, Habibi got mad that uh El Chucky, I mean he's a one trick pony. Like, what can you say he did? How did his game evolve being in Europe? Or, I mean, or after PSV? Probably just his physical um, shape. Like, he's got a lot more muscle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He was a fucking twig when he left Pachuca. And even at PSV, he didn't really gain that much muscle, but... And Napoli, dude, his legs definitely. Well, Mexican players struggle to play that f- play against physical players like that, man. But what's your, what would have been your ideal situation of him, quote unquote, evolving? Like, what do you want to see more of him? More dribbling? I would have expected him. I would have expected him to score more. He hasn't scored. He didn't score it in the World Cup. But why would you expect him to score more, though? He's not a striker. Because he's of a what he did at PSV. But he's a winger. According to you, what he did, the Dutch League is the same level as the Mexican League, and he scored similar amount of goals in Dutch League than he did in Mexican League. And then he went to Serie A, which is a level up, and he's a winger, man. He's not a striker. Okay, but does he act, does he perform the duties of a winger? The, show me the assist numbers. Yeah, he never said he had to be an assist numbers guy as being a winger. Uh, being a winger, it could be just a guy who was opening space. Nah, dude. Does he they, do that? Wingers e- either do one of two things. Either they score goals or they set set up goals, man. And I don't know if he did either. He, he was sco- starting for a reason. He started he majority scored, of the games for, for a reason. He scored 34 goals in 60 games for PSV. And then he went to Serie A, and in double the amount of appearances, he scored 23 goals. It's got a way more defensive league. I know. I said that. But I'm saying, like, he – I don't know, man. I just feel like he he did not – Cristiano win. Ronaldo went to Serie A first four or five games. He couldn't score a goal. And they were saying that he was in a choke and flop, that he couldn't handle the Serie A defense. I mean, he put And it then really he wound wrong. up turning it around. But that's Cristiano Ronaldo, though. Yeah. But he did choke and flop. He didn't win anything. What do you mean he didn't win anything? He, he won, won the league. Uh, like, he won the league and, like, two other trophies. Is that what they bought him for? They yeah. bought him for Champions League, but there you he go. won in Serie A. But you know they bought him for the Champions League. Yeah, okay. So, so he choked he did for flop. Champions League, but so did other players. Well, we're not talking about other players. You mentioned... Uh, to the off to no, I'm mentioning Cristiano because it was a defensive league in the first five games. It caused him trouble to adapt. And then you guys are saying that you wish he would have scored more as far as Chucky. Chucky's a winger. Cristiano is what fucking brainwashed everyone thinking that wingers can score 20, 30 goals a season because that's what he was doing as a winger. But that's not your typical winger activity. Look at Jaden Sancho. He's booty cheeks too. He doesn't score. Anthony United wingers don't score. Rafinha winger Barcelona doesn't really score many goals. 
Just look at the wingers for the top teams. Majority of them don't score a lot. One was an exception last year with Vinny. Vinny was a swinger scoring a lot of goals. And assists, right? Yeah, and assists. But, it's but this guy doesn't do either. So what's your point? He's the guy top three in the world. Well, not top three in the world, but it was the guy who was one of the top ten players in the world last season. But Lozano doesn't do Chuki. either. But Chucky's not. It's never was the top ten guy in the world. You're asking him to give you top ten guy in the world results when he's clearly not. Hey, when you are the most expensive signing at Napoli, yeah, I expect you to be mm. fucking great, man. Hey, he. They paid money for him, and he showed up, and they won a title. And he flopped. He's been, a, he's been a champion at every league he's played in. If anything, United should buy him for that reason. Maybe he'll bring <laughs> that champion's luck. He's, he's clearly not good enough for United because he's, he's only getting offers from Chivas and PSV, man. Oh, maybe it's just a Mexican tag because he had better numbers in the Dutch league than Anthony. And Anthony went to Manchester United, like, for what, $80 million? Yeah, but he went he's for Brazilian. The... He's a proven commodity. Mexicans are not a proven commodity. Well, he's choking way more than Chucky because Anthony hasn't done shit at United. He's riding the bench now, and United isn't doing anything in Europa League. Dude, United EPL. is not a good example. They, they are the most, like, dysfunctional. It makes no sense. They're the highest spenders in the world. And they uh, they have nothing to show for it. I think there's just a, a Fergie curse. Hey, and Chucky has a title to show, a Serie A title with Napoli, who hadn't won since what the '80s or something. But you're making it sound like he was like carrying that fucking team when he wasn't. He wasn't carrying that team, but he started 20 games for them, and he missed games through injuries. You're He's right, a role he, like, he player. Diego Lainez sitting on the bench. He was playing. Well, but he I thought he, But I thought going to Europe is better than seeing a Liga MX. What's your point? He won a Europe you said, and he started. And he flopped, right? How did he flop if he won a title in every European country? Oh, I'm talking been? about lightness. I'm talking about lightness. You were mentioning earlier about the that you'd rather them go to the... Yes, and lightness proves my point. Lightness went all over bad, Europe, right? Europe. He flopped. He came back Liga Mekis and got a chance from a team. But he yes, flopped, but right? Was already, was already a name from you, when you're he came to America. America. You're, you will always find so, to your rule. But even with Davila, he left, and he came back, and Santos gave him a chance. That Maybe, Real Madrid yeah. guy, I can't remember his name, but America gave him a chance. He no, they didn't. Yeah, they just signed. Do you want to do prefer getting a chance? Or, or do you prefer getting a chance or having or establishing a career? Like, how long do you want to keep getting a chance? That, but you're saying that like you're 100% being established. They're going to establish a career. And then establish shit. It's no, but, but but he's, he's, his but, whole life, and now he's playing in Liga. Yes, but, but this was, he wasn't getting playing time. Marco that was the bueno point. stayed, and he went to play in Venezuela. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's Boy, the point. Some of them didn't stay. He left. He didn't do good in Europe, and he came back, and Chivas yeah, gave but, him a chance. Yeah, but they... they a lot of those players you mentioned weren't like compared to Linus, they weren't even playing in first division or didn't even have that many minutes. And a lot of well, them, like, let's point. see, you sent to a trial. Marco Bueno and Pollo Briseño were on the same youth team that won. One left, 
one stayed, and the one that stayed wound up playing in Venezuela. The one that left didn't do shit in the Portuguese league, and he came back, and he's the first-team contract, first-team player with Chivas. But you're making Joel's point by arguing that. You're also arguing that all the Mexican players are shit. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. If you're shit, you might as well go to Europe because when you come back, you're still going to have a chance. And get paid less? That doesn't Why make would you get paid less? Do you think Jose getting paid gets less. paid less than Marco Bueno? Do you think Linus is getting, uh, got paid more at Tigres or at Betis? He's probably getting paid. No, he's definitely getting paid more at Tigres. I risk my case then. So, and if he went to Europe and he killed it with Betis, he'd definitely be making more than he's making with Betis now. And he would be the only exception to your argument. No, the exception to the argument, it doesn't matter because same thing with the Giovanni, the Dos Santos brothers. They were in Europe. They didn't do so great. They went to MLS. Then they go to Liga Mekis. Just because you have that European thing on your resume, people will give you a chance. Well, even but these were in the real world. But, but Jerry, college, go work at a top law firm, top Wall Street, whatever your industry is, top of the top, and you fell there, you don't make it. Some other smaller company in the same industry is going to give you a chance just because you have that top company in your resume. It's just common. But it's not the top company. But it's not the top company. You're like in the top companies. Madrid are not top companies. Yeah, you're, you're, is you're not, an no, you're, you're they're not, not in that league. It's an internship. You're not. You're not in that team. You're not. Yeah, it's like oh, well, you intern there. But, but all you're making the team. They saw something in you. And so, as yeah, and then they, they, they kicked it to the curve. That place only gets technical players. All they hear is like, this guy must be really technical. He must be really good with the ball. We could use a guy like that know, instead man. of this guy who can't settle. Well, the fact that they had that bum desk for so long <laughs> destroys that argument, Habibi. That's true, man. No, but every rule has exceptions, man. You can make exceptions for every single thing. Not this one. We got to look at the majority. <laughs> You're you're gonna what you're gonna base the whole argument off Sergio Dest? No, I'm basing when there's a hundred other players who prove the opposite point. No, I'm basing it off all of the Mexicans that you're mentioning. All of those guys failed. And they probably would have made money staying in League IMX. More money. No, More money. you're assuming that they're gonna they would have made it. No, you I'm assuming no they're gonna fail. They would have made it. Look at Joao Malek. He was killing it in Freaking Portugal, as far as the new teams, then he comes over here, actually kills people, and then he goes to Tepatlitan, <laughs> and he does well, oh, and then he disappears. <laughs> yeah, he was killed it all right. <laughs> Did he make it? Is he making more money now? Yeah, he I had don't a know, really man. great Bro, that's a bad example, man. A That's a horrible something. example. That's a horrible example, dude. No, what, he put the point. pedal to the metal and he, he just killed used it. Death as a rule to exception to the rule. Well, I'm using yeah, one but now. you can but you can compare a guy that he ran over and killed Dude, two I people. I don't care who you <laughs> compare. I don't care what the name is. I will die on this hill that if you go on Europe and you have that on your resume, a Liga Mekis team will give you a chance. Dude, Here on no, this man, bench, but... I sat 
And these are my butt cheeks imprinted on. But I was in the Barcelona bench. I was part of La Messiah. <laughs> I can tell my grandkids. I can tell my grandkids. I will give you a chance for that. I don't know about that, man. I mean, this is this is what okay. I've been saying. Yeah, you don't you want a chance. You want of, look. I gave you plenty of examples of players that went in Europe and Liga Mex gave him a chance. Give me an example of a player that went in Europe and he came back and no Liga Mex team gave him a chance. If that's your argument, give me an example. But is that what you're arguing? That's, my that's not my argument, though. That's not my argument is don't go there just for a chance. And then to come back because you're still going to have a chance. Argument no, has been... I'm not saying it's yeah, a good it's... idea. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm saying that if you go and you add that to your resume, if you fail, someone in your domestic league will give you a chance. But yeah, this this is where we would defer. Where it's like you think it's still good, and I'm saying it's not. I'm not saying it's good. Saying, How did I say that's good? I'm saying well, it's good go in the sense. And you, but you're saying you it's go, good you in the sense that it's not your resume. Do amazing, or you're gonna suck and get sent back. But either way, you have a chance in Liga Mekis. Because if you kill it, you're amazing. You have a career there for eight, ten years, and when you're ready to retire, some Liga Mekis team will bring you back and pay you well. If you go over there, I think, I don't know about you well for This is all right. This is your argument. Your argument is like, regardless if we if you go or not, your circumstances are going to be the same at the end, right? If he stays in Liga Mekis and uh, you know kills it, it would have been the same if he went to Europe and failed, right? Because Liga Mekis will always be like the safety blanket. Is that is that your argument? It's like regardless, it's worth taking the risk because. If you fail, you're back where you started. Is that is that is that what you're telling me? That's what the numbers show. That's what the players' numbers yeah. show. And look, I agree. Like, it's not a bad it's not a bad risk because at the end of the day, yeah, if you fail, you'll still have a job in Liga Mekis. But my argument is, well, fuck. Like, if you're already playing professional ball, you're playing. You know, you've already had forty professional appearances in Ecaxa. Yes. Then why would you stop the train? Why would you? Why would you put that? Uh, why yes, would you? Exactly. Why would you leave? Why would you leave and 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 play for a, a second division? That makes no sense. Yeah. Well, well you're not guaranteed. Was playing for Monterrey. He left to a team who was relegation bound. They got relegated, and now America wanted to bring him back. But see, no now you're comparing. You're comparing you zero you, risk you, at all. You, yeah, but you're flip flopping between an established player and a player that's just Does getting it apply started. To both? No, it doesn't. It's different. Montes is a cooler player. Barcelona. No, you can't compare a player to players just coming Never make the first team, and some Liga Mekis team will give him a chance. I'm not going to say that he left. But your point is not. The point shouldn't be to just get a chance. will always be available for him. Yeah, but see, that's the that's the point. See, that's the and then even in so in mentality, you shouldn't be going abroad, and and the hope is that you're still gonna get a chance, right? If you're gonna no, go and that, if you didn't make hope, it, it's a guarantee. you can at least. It's a guarantee that a Liga Mekis team will still give you. A chance. Yeah, but you don't you don't want to be three years into your career, and 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 that's where you're relying on a chance. And a lot of these dudes that get the chance is not like much of a chance. It's not like you're going to slide in right into the first team. A lot of times they throw them into the 
the youth teams or the reserve teams and then try and see by this point that's three four years you lost of playing time someone that's been playing even if it's the cheapest team day in day out they're gonna develop more in in my opinion develop even more for for this kid's situation specifically do what you're doing at Nicaxa, man it's gonna be hard to break into the starting lineup in Barcelona. Let's be honest. Yeah, and think think of player careers. Two three years to lose is a long time, especially at that early development developmental stage. It's a long time to lose, where you're just over there, and if you got a hope to maybe you're lucky enough, like where the, you're the, still the, getting the fact that they're talking about Barcelona B just goes to show their intentions. I don't think they're ever considering this kid to you know ever suit up for the for the for the real team and play in a Champions League. It's it's just like they're just taking advantage of a situation where the Mexican kid has hype and they'll probably try and flip him down the road. They're I'm sure that's what they're that what's their intentions with him with him. You the answer a few minutes ago. You said that Anthony could get away with it because Brazilians have more of that stock. They're proven. So why would they give him a chance for the first team if Mexican players aren't proven? Will you do it from a business perspective? If you can get you'll drop forty million on the kid named Vinicius and the kid named Rodrigo that you never heard of because Brazilians are proven, but you're not gonna drop big money on some Mexican because they're not proven. So you're gonna say, "Hey, if you want this chance, we'll give it to you on a loan and prove yourself." But that just goes to show. That just goes to show their intention, bro. If he was a legit, if he was, if he was a legitimate prospect. And, you know, because I know his name was thrown in there as, like, one of the top prospects last year. It's like, if if he, if he Barcelona were convinced that this guy was the real deal, they wouldn't be giving him a, ra- a fucking loan deal. They'd be trying to snatch him up ASAP. And, it, and that's the whole point. It's like, they're in, I don't think Barcelona's intentions are to ever have this guy play for the first team. No, they, yeah, they I think they're doing enough for Marquez a favor because he's the coach of Barcelona B. I think they're, no, no, broke. they're just trying to flip them, like you said, Exactly, Jaime. they're, they're just, just trying to flip this kid. To a Mexican team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you said, they don't have reputation. Well, you just said they're trying to flip him to a Mexican team. You just proved my point. He could leave, not do well, and then a Mexican league but why would team you will still leave? give him a chance. Why would you that's leave? a good thing, too. <laughs> like, like, What's the point of leaving? Like, again? I didn't say it's a good idea or it's a bad idea. I said, But it's, a, it's most definitely a bad idea. The Mexican League will always give you a chance. And for the re- for the record, I just wanted to say uh, the Mexican kid's name is Paolo Medina. He busted at Madrid, Benfica, and Monterrey. Never paid, uh, got him, and they never started him one game. Damn. And he ended up at Morelia. He didn't start one game for them there, so I don't know if that's your chance. <laughs> God bless, buddy. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes, and in, in, again, it doesn't cost them that much money. So again, they'll bring in a bunch of players just to see what sticks, and then they don't care like, if you, because they're they're not really trying to develop you. That's Honestly, that's I think that's what what they're just trying to make. Well, let me work. just. I know, but let, let me let me just get this point. Yeah, like they're not really they're not saying, oh, this guy if we work on him in three four years, we're gonna have a good player. They're not looking into that. They're looking to see how much talent this kid has. And if he's already like a, a good, you know, a good talent, 
then yeah, they'll keep them, but they're not going to work with you to see if like, and, and that's like the kind of the difference where you see like in Argentina, in Uruguay, where they will actually work with players that, and they make them into good players. Again, a lot of times they don't have a choice. They don't have money. Like they could just go on a spending spree and bring in Chilenos and, and Colombianos, but whatever, you know. So they have to depend on what talent they have. So when you see they're turning out so much talent, well, because they've been working with them and also because those players look at how much playing time they, they're just getting. Like, and, and Jaime, remember we did the comparison with, um, um, what was it, Lalo? Eduardo, um, Jesus, he ended up being Peruvian. I was, what's the guy's name? Peruvian. Um, Ormeño? He ended up, he was the Ormeño, yes, Ormeño, and then the, the, the Argentine striker that was at Pumas. Oh, it's Remember the Dineno. Remember we, yes, we compared them, we compared their careers because they started at the same time, pretty much the same age, um, same height, you know, and we were comparing them. And Ormeño had, like, in Liga MX, almost no playing time. It's almost like he kind of got lucky at Puebla and ended up blowing up. And if you look at um, Dineno, he got to go to all these other leagues, like Ecuador, but he's just getting playing time, playing time, playing time, where he was like a more hot commodity at that point. Cause and it's, that's a big part of the reason. Just that's what you need. Like just play as much as you can, play as much as you can. I've been to Argentine second division uh, league. I got to see what a gun games do. They fucking suck. <laughs> like, you know, I, I no, I know disrespect. It was boring games. I saw like, these guys don't look like, you know, it's a lot of hustle, but but what happens? They'll keep some of that same squad three, four years. And then a lot of those guys end up becoming really good. And you kind of, you're not really going to get that in Europe where they're not trying to build a player. They're just, they're just trying to see if they land someone that's with good talent. I just want to know. They don't care. They're just flip you to the side and bring in the next group next year, man. And, Start all over. I want to know in what universe does Heriberto Jurado start over uh, Fati and start over that kid that you just mentioned that's like 16 years old and already starting for Barcelona. You know, Pedri and Gavi, they're like 17, 18 years old, bro. These guys are fucking the same age or younger, and they're already like playing for their national I'll use team. the Uruguay example, Huelcha's youth. Yeah. Fede Valverde left Peñarol. When he was already playing with Peñarol, first division, he left to Real Madrid, played in the Real Madrid B team, Castilla team, quote unquote, developed there, nurtured him, whatever you want to call it. He was on that B team for one or two seasons. And then he finally got pulled up to the first team. And now he's like a star. Now he's a Champions League winner. Pero él llegó en un barco, man. We're talking about Indios in Mexico, bro. It's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, can you so give him more? The, that's the cre- well, that's a different story right there. Well, see, if, I could have The Mexican player sucks. Yeah, because of the recent been, <laughs> no, they, were, no, but they were waiting for no, him. No, you used Uruguay as an example. Because if you yeah. were in Uruguay, then you would have said, no, Fede Valverde, don't leave to the Real Madrid Academy. You're already playing here in Peñarol. Stay here. Develop here. Why would no, you go to the academy team? Not bro. Why not make bro. it there? Yeah, Boy, that's the other thing, too. They're, they're not really making money, dude. Even in those teams, they don't make that much money. They're, they're hella broke. 
That's what those things were even end up quitting in the Philippines. You pay him the, pay him the right price. That league, first division team. Third division players. They don't care. Just... In Europe. Uruguay. And they're saying the Mexican shouldn't. You're saying he's too good to do that. I'm just saying that the Uruguay League is designed to export players. They're they're not the Uruguay League is not that competitive, bro. It's a feeder league. Have you have you, Habibi, have you seen a Uruguay game? But oh, we're not talking league? about the leagues. We're talking about the player situation. No, I'm just okay, saying, I'll, like... I'll give you a, I'll give you a player situation. Uh, Peñarol tried to buy Brian Rodriguez from America. They tried to get him for like a 20-year payments of, like, $100,000 or something like that. What? Damn, dude, 20-year payments? I'm exaggerating, but the very low, low payments that would take forever. Those guys are broke. To Hall's point, they have to sell. Mexicans don't. Yeah, well, well, this is the other thing with, like, a player like that. So, like, if you're going to Spain and you're going to be there, um, if he could be, I don't know if he didn't have it, he could maybe be getting his... Uh, EU passport as long as it takes him to get it. And then once he has that European Union passport, it, it becomes easier for him to land teams. That's the one thing that affects a lot of Mex players that they don't, you know, the majority won't be able to get or as easy the, the EU passport. So Argentines or the Wilds, they could get it pretty fast uh, most often. So that could have been a thing too, where it's like, well, just wait till you get your passport and at that point, he's even uh, a more commodity in other teams. But we were even just talking about it here, how those players are, are just, you know, more sellable. Brazil, Uruguay, in those leagues, you, you could sell them as Mexicans still don't. No, but just say that you think the Mexican player is <clears throat> shit because Jaime said, what world will Jurado, you know, bench Fati or whoever? And what world? with some random 16, 17 kid, however old he was at the moment, Fede Valverde, who never, no one ever heard of, who got sold to that Madrid team for $5 million. In what world would he bench Modric, Tony Cruz, Casemiro? In what universe? In none. But well, eventually you keep comparing. So you got to bet on yourself. That's you why you're comparing everyone Because you're going to bet man. on yourself. But the Liga Mex player has a better benefit than the Hawaiian. Because if the Uruguayan yeah. fails, what is he going to do? Go back to the why not make jack shit? If the Liga Mex player fails, he's going to have the Liga Mex league who's still going to pay him more than the average league in that. the Americas. So you admit oh, that. Yeah, you Bet on yourself. Go to Europe. You make it amazing. You fail. Your domestic league still going to take care of you. Yeah, but Uruguay oh. has two World Cups, bro. We, we don't have any. Yeah. No, and the more I'm just saying, bro. They have oh, a better man, track dude. record of of developing world class talent than we do. So see, that's see, what I'm saying. The thing that that the Mexican player is shitty. Saying the Mexican player should no. leave because he's not going to be successful in Europe. Might as well stay here. I'm just here saying and have a for the Mexican player, here. lower your expectations, bro. Until we start, <laughs> until until we start fucking pumping out talent left and right, like. Nah, dude. So how do you want to pump out talent left and right if you also don't think it's a good idea for them to leave? Because he has a better chance of having a much more successful career if he continues to do what he does at Nikaxa, starting every okay, game. No, I'm gonna give you a player. And wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. 
you have you have a solid couple years at Necaxa, then you know you get called up for the national team, then then you get yeah. a, a, a you know a decent move to a realistic team in Europe where you'll be a starter day in and day out instead of fucking being on the bench at Barcelona, dude. That makes no fucking sense. Barcelona. And you know who told you bullshit to that statement? Marcel Ruiz. Marcel Ruiz has been a pro for how long now? Five, six years? He went pro yeah, when 15, yeah. 16 years old. And What's he consistently started for Querétaro, always playing. No matter what foreigner that came in, he goes to Toluca. But did he ever have uh, offers for, for Europe? I don't I he never, goes, I No, never. but he goes exactly. to Toluca consistently. He's not that good. Consistently starts. He makes a final with Toluca. You know, they get killed by Pachuca, but still, he consistently plays. Has he been called up to the national team? Has he gotten a European offer and turned it down? No, because he's not that good. But what's your point? He's good good enough to go pro at 16 and consistently start from 16 up to whatever old age he is now. To Um, you, not to Real Madrid and like like your boy. No, I'm not saying about him going to Europe or anything. I'm saying you saying you could stay here. Have a well-established career and then make the move. There's no guarantee that that other chance will come again. Santi yeah, Jimenez, but he never, he never got a chance. Interview. He didn't turn he said, down a job. No sabes si el tren vuelve a pasar. That's why I took the chance. He said it's less money, but I don't know if I'll get another chance in the future. So I took it. The thing, well, uh, the sometimes thing about the offer never comes, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If Marcel Reese was that good, why did he never get any? Ru- there was no rumors of him going to Europe at all. Well, I mean, he was hyped. That's why I think Javier bought into the hype. No. He was massively hyped. He's a Mexican player who's been consistently starting since he's 16 years old. And yeah, Liga but I'm hyped. Consistently I'm starting hyped for shitty-ass teams. Get it? That's not a good team, bro. Like, <laughs> people make him out to be, like, the next big thing. That, if that's if what he I mean was consistently hype. starting at Chivas or America, then, all right, then we'll have a t- conversation. But he hasn't even been – he hasn't even played for a big club yet, dude. Yeah, yeah, and then who knows what, what? Yeah, but Jimmy might call him up, and so that's, you know, that's that's something we've always seen with national team coaches come in and they'll have preferences. Yeah, look, or they'll Chivas, leave players. You know, Chivas have be- plenty of of good players for their team that don't get called up for the national team. They'll get any European offers, but that's just what they are, man. They're just good, solid club players, but they they can't transcend and and go to that next level. And I'm sure that's the problem with Marcel Reese. I'm sure he might get his chance, you know. But... Maybe. Maybe he's a late bloomer. Every league has that problem. You always hear about the Argentinos, how they're arguing about who should get called up, the Germans too, the English. That's just not a Mexico thing. Everyone, sometimes guys just stay in their league all their career. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I wouldn't consider myself. I would not consider him a failure if he if he just stays in Liga Mekis, never goes to Europe, but he had a solid... No, the fact that it's, yeah, the fact that he's been playing, that's not, you know, I don't think that's a failure. Maybe, you know, get us as far as some players do, but that's a very few players that get to achieve all of that. You know, El Pichichi says Marcel Reese pays money from his own pocket to practice with Barcelona Academy coaches, improve his game, same as JJ Macias. Damn, hey. They should get Beautiful. a refund. 
<laughs> which coaches dude also remember they she was brought that guy what was his name they brought a guy that had been in the in the Masia Academy the bald guy he right was, I forgot man he was hey, like, I, whoa, I remember Chavis, that Chavis Uber driver you remember I, that no go ahead what? No, no, you uh, told you. So I, I remember that episode when you went at it with that, uh, with that other I guy, did. with about uh, that yeah. Chivas Cantera. Good stuff. Yeah, because thank you. I, yeah, I remember because his whole argument was about like, you know, because because when uh, Nestor came back to Chivas, he he booted that guy. He took him out because they they brought him in and they put him as as you know, and people were all like getting in line already to suck him off because, you know, oh, this guy was one of the architects of La Masia and, you know, he discovered Chavi and this and that. He was probably a Uber driver. Um, and they, this dude ended up in, like, Puerto Rico. And I was telling this guy, this guy was so good, how come no other team got offers for him? How come no one wanted this guy? You know, if, he's, if he helped... He was a part of that golden generation of La Masia players. And he ended up being like, I think, a pedo. I think he ended up getting like a cue. That's probably hiding in the islands. Um, but that's the one example of like a, one of those coaches that just got overhyped. Hey, the crazy thing about that is I remember like a little bit after that, you guys had that podcast. Well, not a little bit, probably like a year later or a year or two later. Yeah. The that guy got accused of being like a Yeah, pedophile. Messing with little, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was probably hiding over there. He's looking probably not even hiding. So yeah, um it's it's tricky stuff, man. That's why I've never been that that impressed with like saying, Oh, you're over there and you get developed and you get all this. I, I never bought into it because it's like you're not really seeing clubs developing their own talent. They're poaching talent. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I see more development from this, from like Chile and like Colombia and, and those, they're act, to me, they're yeah, actually going. developing. Yeah, they're actually developing players. You know, they're, they're, they're players that they get from down the block, not sending scouts to all the corners and trying to see. And it's like, well, players are already doing good. Those players are usually already like bound to. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I seen a, already... an, I seen an interview with that. Do you guys remember that guy that La Volpe took to Argentina with him to coach Vélez? What's his name? I forget his name. That Mex the it's... midfielder. Oh, his his nephew or his no no, no not nephew Chiquis? No, no, not Chiquis. A, a guy he had with him at uh, Atlas. Like this, like uh, probably like in the er maybe earlier mid two thousands, that he took him over there. Yeah, I seen the the show I listened to has that that Chivas reporter guy, that that fat guy, El Chewy or whatever his name is. Yeah, and he was telling a story about how that guy told him that when La Volpe took him over there, how in the stands, like for most of the games, it it was like yeah, you'd have fans. But, the, but a bunch of those guys on the, in the stands were either the family or all European scouts just looking to poach all the players. Yeah. Damn. 
Yeah, that's why I, like, you had a bunch of these teams uh, ended up struggling because uh, like, it was a big problem and people had to make some rules because they were just, they were just going to these countries and, and taking all their talented youth. And again, it's like they would poach whatever player and they're under no obligation because it's really cheap for them. Like I'm saying, if you lose two, three years trying to, trying to crack it into a team and you're not really getting playing time, that's a lot of development time you lost. They, you know, like Linus to me, he's not really doing shit because they're saying, oh, the competition and all that. He doesn't look any better than, to me, he was better when he was at America. He, I, I would like to think, if, yeah, that was true, then he would be killing it. I don't, I don't see a better player. That's one of the reasons I think he did fail because he couldn't handle the competition. <clears throat> These me- like uh, a baby yeah. keeps trying to, trying to he's the he's drinking the Televisa. Everything in Europe is good Kool Aid. <laughs> like, like the Mexican, like there's a Cantina MX podcast. I'm aware of that, but these Mexican players they don't adapt the way these other guys do. Because of the situations in their country, because of uh, the the history in their sport, they have they have references to them. Who's the reference for these for these uh, Mexican players? Hugo Sanchez back in the eight, uh, back in the nineties, Rafa Marquez, two thousands. Like it's less yeah, than it's a handful yeah. of guys, man. Like unless yeah, unless someone is gonna pay for you, like they did for Linus, they. They put up the cash for uh, 12 million or for Edson, 14 million. Unless shit like that's happening, I don't see why you should be uh, going off for a loan like these Muerto de Hambre Sudacas are. <laughs> okay. And the numbers prove that. This isn't me just talking crap. The numbers prove that. No, yeah. On average, both players, they last less than two years. Uh, Pichichi uh, threw some names out there that I had forgotten about. Taufik Guarch and Edson Rivera. Oh, I forgot about Taufik Guarch. He did play for, he did get signed for America and he couldn't crack it either. Who? That Gauch. He was German, right? That guy? He's German? He's a thick was left by you. Is he Mexican? Lebanese. Oh, um, I'm thinking about someone, someone else. The name sounds uh, similar. He was at Mexico, Tecos. Right? He was at Tecos, and he went to Espanol B, then Tigres, then Merida, and then he went on a fucking journey. He went to like Cancun, Oaxaca, Atlante. He went to Nicaragua. He, yeah, dude, he's he's still playing, but he's playing, he went on the bad hombre tour. He's playing on the <laughs> he's playing in the third division now, bro. And uh, Edson Rivera is not doing much better. The fuck was that, bro? Uh, awesome. he, he he signed for Braga for five years and made one appearance. That's too much. See, that's that's the whole thing which I've argued. And just look, just playing time. If you could get playing time, doesn't matter where it's at. That's where you want to be. Just playing in day in day out. And you're just playing. That's why, like, even if you're playing in MLS, I know you guys say it sucks. But if it you're does. just playing day in, day out, I know, but if you, you get that PT, then you're better off. As I even said, and, and look, look at, like, just for example, uh, in current time, the, 
the best performance of a U.S. national team, which is 0-2, was filled with MLS players. What about the 2018 one? Think how they get as far as 0-2? They didn't make it to the World Cup in 2018. Oh. But I'm just saying, it was filled with MLS players. These other teams, these squads have now been filled with with Europe players. That one, that one, that's to my point, it was filled with players that were MLS players. They were one thing we've talked about, current selection, where you don't have players that are leaders in their team. They're like uh, second, third tire in Europe, but not like they used to be like in Max, or they was like, they were the captain of, you know, you're having a squad, like five team captains. Hey, I, I just wanted to add another name. Do you guys remember that guy, uh, Pisuto? Oh, yeah, dude. Didn't he, didn't he get a bad injury, though? I I saw uh, the hype was so big, I had to see for myself. <laughs> the very first game, I remember, I remember, because I remember the hype. It was, cause it was crazy. The Jovenes MX guy had a, had a Woody for oh. that guy. <laughs> so Woody for anyone that's because. The he I remember he must have he got injured like in the first fifteen minutes you couldn't even tell you couldn't make an you couldn't get an opinion out of how he played he he it was a nasty nasty injury but then he went to Europe to Habib I'm sure Habibi like that where do you go to Lily or whatever Lil. no lo pe, no lo because they saw what he is and then he went to Portugal. No lo pelaron tampoco, and now he's back in Tigres. Dude's wasted three years of development. He's made one, two. He's made four appearances, bro, in his entire career. Yeah, well, that's and yeah, that's the thing. The, the more, you know, the, he's twenty-one now. And, and he, he, he left with the injury too. That, that was pretty dumb. Yeah, I agree. Should have just stayed. And again, again like I'm, I'm gonna say, it. if you, if your chances are good and you're getting PT, then it's better for you to stay. I mean, the only way I would leave is I'm collecting a massive check. Because again, your careers as footballers is very short. You're not gonna get much time. It could be ten years. It could be less. You know, usually we we compare them to the more successful players, which I think that's the mistake you have to compare to the average player. Very few are going to be, you know, truly successful with long national team careers. The average player is not getting that. There's like what? How many players can we say our league makes like 300? And we're going to know maybe 60 players that we could maybe name off the top of our head. And what about those other guys? They could leave next season, we wouldn't even know. And another group comes the next year, and again, they get, you know, it's so it's it's a difficult sport. Um, that's why I'm saying you you don't have that much time, and just because it's a big name and all that, uh, you know, big club, too much of a gamble, man. But you, but you know what, Ho, I would agree with Habibi, only if these play. Because keep in mind, all these guys are being linked to these teams like Barcelona B and all these crap second division teams are unproven Mexican players. 
Like they haven't even settled in Liga. Like if Habibi yeah. would tell me Jurado, he was scoring a bunch of goals. He was leading Necaxa. So he was proving himself. He made it a, a deep run into the Liga, into the Concacaca, and all that crap. I'd believe him. But you, you you compare the Mexican players being scouted to these teams, and like I mentioned in the last pod, that Boca kid. He's in the. He's gonna be in the semifinal Libertadores. Who would you rather buy? Who oh, would you yeah. Who would you risk your chips on? That Boca kid that's yeah. scored, that's that's leading that's help, being a big factor in this team in Libertadores. Yes. Or a guy they, that they like, like 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 said, a guy on the team with seven losses. Yeah, it's just uh, delusion, man. Delusion. This is a bad night for Habibi, man. <laughs> Omar Govea, another player. Oh, he dipped. <laughs> Damn, man. The bullying was too much. He dropped. The bullying was no bullying. Nah, he, uh, he probably had to go, but... Uh... Habibi's heart is in the right place, but... No, nah, you know... It, it is, not. but... It is cool, but... I, I don't think a lot of Mexican fans are realistic with the league and no, the players. No, no, no. Because you know that there's the media again. The media, the media sells us on this whole Europe, like Europe, 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 and they don't really, they don't really give us the whole facts. They just say, oh, and, and you see it every time a player, if a player's like a young player upstart and he signs with a Mexican, oh, he he messed up his career. He should have just gone abroad. Like this, he did that, but they don't really like. They can't really tell us like the whole, you know, like what it's really like. They won't, they won't ever do that. And so you have fans, you've seen it more now, more than ever, where you have fans like crying, complaining because of that. And even if it's like players that aren't even in their club, they'll be, they'll be like saying, oh, he threw his career or he did that. And, and you have all these examples of all these players returning with nothing to show for it. And it's like, it's sort of like, okay, let's just ignore this. Or there's always an excuse why that didn't work out. I'm going to say, they, don't they go your... He's Mexican. Yeah, and, that's, and that's, that's my thing. My thing is not like, don't... I'm not saying like, don't go. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying, um, go if the conditions are right. If, you, if you're going to get a fair shake, a fair deal. Don't just go because you, you don't see much of, you know, like um, the way that J.J. Mack left. You don't want to leave like that where it's like you, you're you not there. I think what were they saying? That he wasn't even getting paid and it's a loan. And it's like you're, you're selling yourself short. Even Memo Chao when he first left, he goes free transfer everything to a small club and it's, it's just too much. Like, those clubs are not going to value you as much because it's like, you didn't cost nothing for you. The key word is value, Juan, like you just said. You want to leave yeah. like Chicharito left <clears throat> with a coach yeah. on you or with Edson, how he left. Or even Raul Jimenez, because think or about he, it. He, or, he yeah. had a good agent and he, he, he failed at Atletico Madrid, right? But if he didn't have that agent... He would have been back at Tigres. But he had a good agent, so he made sure he went to a club where he got the playing time. 
and he had massive playing time. And then they put him in a team with with a coach that was, I think, was a, was the agent was also the agent of the coach. So make sure this guy was going to get the very least a fair shake. And he ended up blowing up and having a great. I mean, he's still playing. He's still in England, dude. Everyone was already asking him to retire, and this guy seems to be making a comeback. Uh, so it's it's impressive that he's still over there. Um, so I mean, it's like that, and it, fortunately for Mexicans, we just don't have, you know, we're we're lacking all of that. We don't get the EU passport. Very few players are able to get it, um, and we don't. They don't seem to be much presence of having a good agent that's going to be able to get your teams over there or get you fair shake. Did you guys remember, um, just really quick, uh, what was this guy's name? Uh, he was from England, and he was the national team coach for a little bit. And then someone got him, like, in a, they exposed this as they were pretending to be, like, agents. And he was telling them about the scam, how they would just, you know, like, they would transfer in players. Huh. Big. He was big something. Um, big Sam or oh, what was his name? Um, similar this, but, but uh, anyways, he he was in the team where Borghetti was. Alders? No, I think it was him. Um, but he was in the team where Borghetti went to Bolton. Went to, yeah, and this we know that Borghetti had EU passport. You know it, dude. I have a question for y'all. What do you think of Luis's uh, move to Russia? Bad, good? Oh, I don't even know what the hell's going on. It's too complicated. I thought your boy was going to kill us the lowdown. But yeah, we, some have, we haven't had weird a stuff going Seems uh, like it's terrible. Move. Is is Pachuca that bad that you would rather go to a country where there's war? Like, is is it that bad? No, nah, there's some behind the scenes stuff going on there, or maybe he's just an idiot, honestly. Because maybe he can't <laughs> read the room. Because in his interview, he said that he knows not many Mexican players have been in Russia, or that he's the first one, or something like that. So he knows he has a lot of pressure to do well. So he can open the door for more Mexican players to eventually arrive. Huh. And when I read that, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Who told you Mexicans want to go to Russia? Can you not, not like read the room, what's going on in the country, everything? Uh, you know, even from a soccer perspective, you're not playing in European competitions. Like most European teams don't want to sign Russian players. Like why? It doesn't make sense, honestly. Something has to be going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I agree. It's a weird move, and the fact that they, he had to pay his own release clause, probably going to get reimbursed, but uh, it's just not a good place to go. I would say, you know, before all this, you know, the war and all that, I, I respect the Russian league. I, I think it would be not a bad move, but that's under normal circumstances and competing in Champions League. But for them being, you know, an embargo against them, it's it's not a good place to be at right now. Yeah, under normal circumstances, it's not a bad move at all. You can play some Champions League, some Europa League, do well. 
get picked up by another European country. It's solid. It's a solid move. I know, like, a lot of Brazilians used to go there. A lot of Brazilian uh, prospects used to go to Russia. Didn't, like, Hulk play out there, too? Yeah, he did. Yeah. And now he's married to his niece, so. Oh, what a creep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For sure, boys. Um, Well, I think that's all I had on the docket tonight. If you guys have your closing thoughts, we can wrap up episode 398. Yes, close, closing thoughts. Go, Jaime. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing right now. Yeah. Nothing. We, we didn't even talk about the big case of the world. Oh, God. <laughs> I, can... I, I, I don't even know, man. I don't even know what's going on there. I've seen too many pros and cons. Like, like for example... Some people saying that she, the girl, Jenny, I don't know her name, picked up the guy, the president, that she, and then other people saying that he jumped on her. And that's kind of how that situation is, man. There's two sides to it. She's in the locker room and, and she says that, yeah, she was like, because there's one video where she, where he says like like can I kiss you right like un pico or something like that, and but you don't hear what she says, but then the room one asking her, and and she's like yeah like like was like but then well you uh you cutting it out man I can't hear you. Oh man, it's my bad Bosina dude. I'm just saying it's it's too muddled to know what's going on in that case all i know is if if, if the coach was brown and mexican they would have <laughs> called him an animal Puerco. they would have had him in handcuffs they would have started beating on him and his and his photo would have been on the cover of every on every so news we had day. that happen but it was female it was female all for yeah for the Mexican yeah, national team, the right? National team, the, the, the yeah the coach, she the girl was abusing the players. Yeah, I mean, look, I saw. I mean, things are starting to come out now, right? But there was another video that came out where, like, after they received their medals, they're back in the locker room, and he's there with the chicks, and he's like, "We're gonna go to Ibiza." <laughs> And they're like, yeah, we're going to go to Ibiza. Like, nobody was upset. I think it was the fucking public, man, who, like, started to see this. They they saw it out of context. They obviously have no idea how she's feeling. They're just assuming her feelings. And I think it was it was that. It was just, like, a lot of people online were upset. They thought it was non-consensual. And then I think she probably got a lot of pressure to speak up and say something because everyone's looking at them as, you know, role models and they just won the World Cup and they expect them to, to you know, speak up against um, sexual misconduct, right? And I think she was probably, you know, pressured into to playing that card. And then everything that, that happened after that is just blown out of proportion, bro. Like, his mom's, like, on a hunger strike? Like, what, dude? It's not that serious, man. Yes, in, locked in a church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god, it's too much. It's too much. If it wasn't for you guys talking about it here or in the chat, I wouldn't even have noticed that crap was going on. <laughs> oh, dude, it's viral, man. It's everywhere. It's, it's oh, yeah, like the, the, is, the World Cup. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that photo. It's like, is the blue, is the dress blue or is it white? It was like <laughs> yellow, wasn't it? Blue or yellow? It was like gold. Isn't it black and gold. It was like gold. I don't know, bro. I don't know either, dude. It was, it was like white stripes with with gold, or was it black and blue? Yeah, it's. Anyways, uh, who who wants to go next? I'll go, man. Yeah. You, yes. You guys went this entire time without talking about the biggest team in Mexico. Chivas. The other, the the bigger, bigger team, man. Um, in terms of position on the table, because <laughs> we just talked about the top three in the table. Hace frío en la cima, no? <laughs> sorry, you, you got your you got your Canada Goose jacket on or no? I'm sorry, <laughs> I I just realized um, as of right now, San Luis is at the top. Holy shit, we got dethroned. Oh. No hace frío, entonces. <laughs> what happened with America, man? San Luis, dude. Hey, San, Lu San Luis is playing some good ball, man. That was America Junior, man. That was America's feeder team. Back in the day. Yeah, but then, like I said in the chat, the propaganda, but it's okay. It's okay if someone else does it, but when America does it, the microscope is on them. No, but America has some small ass center backs, man. Very like short for the position, and Reyes? not not good short like that guy from Italy. What was the name? The Canavaro, Canavaro, or what was his name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like not good short like that. Like sh like short and uncoordinated. Like that Reyes. Reyes is <laughs> trash, dude. Look. Like you, I, I'm, I will, I'll admit, I ducked that podcast after they got eliminated by Chivas because I was so <laughs> sad. He, he literally had the worst game for an America player I've ever seen in my life. He got because both, like, two of the goals came off him. That first goal, the was it Chupete jumped all over him because he has like three inches on him. And the muscle goal, like, it was just an ugly, he just put his foot out and like he's a bad defender man i think uh como se llama el, el Diaz might finally get his revenge on sunday they might lose to cruz azul all i know is what? it's been a rocky start for the uh brazilian coach yeah and chivas got exposed man they play like an mls team oh we play like shit man <laughs> that game was tough to watch Look, it, it's interesting because America sucks at defense, and Chivas' their defense is not great, but it's 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 uh respectable. But their offense is shit. Like they can't generate. What offense? Can, yeah, exactly. Even go back going back to last season, the goals came off. All the goals that you guys scored on America, uh, defense, were were set pieces, yeah. man. 
or that idiot mistake that Cáceres did that first goal. And what what whatever happened to that guy, uh, Ronaldo? Like he just had the game of his life, and then now he's on the bench. Yeah, I guess I mean, he's uh, third or fourth string, and that's saying something because we don't even have a designated striker right now. Like we don't have a nine. Yep. Well, I just wanted to add one last thing. Sure. Because uh, I know I talked about it. La- uh, it's kind of similar to what I said uh, in the last pod. Because I've seen the reporters reporting that, like every like that that same guy, that Colombian guy, just keeps not wanting to come to Mexico. The oh, one that Quinones? plays for River. Oh. No, uh, Borre. He, he plays for River, and he he was part of the River team when they beat Boca in Madrid. Oh. Like they're playing, like Tigres offered for him, Cruz Azul offered for him. They're paying offered a lot of money, but this guy, like, and it shows that like the situation, not only Liga and Mexican, but world football, where this guy he can pick and choose where like Mexico can't get, can't even get these type of guys anymore. Like no one wants to come to Mexico, mm. and and Juwo always said is looking more like the truth. Uh, how America can't get a bombazo, man. No one wants to come to Mexico. Even Ramos, he's, he has a walking cane, and he didn't want to come <laughs> to Mexico. Like, these guys better fix some things, because... You know who's a free agent? Bunch... And who might come? Hazard. Yeah, maybe. Forget Puerto. That dude will come out here. He'll be a Ronaldinho and just party all the time. Yeah. And he's he's tall enough, cause he's short. He's a short guy, but he's tall enough for Liga Mekis. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was wondering, you know, what's going on with America? I know Quinones continues to score goals. Will he get called up for the national team? Do you want him on the national team? I'd prefer every Liga MX team having a, a Pachuca Cantera and having a proper Mexican. Mexican-born players on the national team, mm-hmm. but that's not a reality. So I would like him on the national team, and I don't, I don't understand these old timers. I get it, man. They, they don't like black guys. They don't want black guys on the national team. I mean, it's not like Mexico is like the Italy or France that they can just, like, they can boast about their their long trajectory and honors that Mexico has. Like, they have a confederaciones from the nineties. And uh, and the gold medal from the Olympics. Yeah, like we're they're not exactly they don't have players to choose from, man. I'm like I don't have a problem with. You're it. just saying uh, we shouldn't kick them out of bed. Yep. Yeah, I you know I think Quinones I would welcome to the national team. He's got something that uh, we we currently don't have, and uh, we are having a striker crisis. So I would you know why not. Why not take advantage of him? I know Santi Jimenez is is doing great over there in Europe. Um, I don't know if this tweet's accurate or not, but it says that uh, he is the second striker in the world in the top six that's under the age of 23 um, with 20 goals. And number one is Erling Haaland. So it's a fun fact. And you already see... You're already seeing some of the Mexican press saying that he can play at Madrid, aye, aye, aye. at Inter Milan, and this is when it starts, man. This is the where hype. these 
Yeah. The hype, the expectations, they need to lower it down, man. <laughs> hey, I mean, look, he's got a lot of eyeballs on him. He's a Feyenoord, right? He's in the Dutch league. And I, I do think that uh, his time there will probably be expiring pretty soon if he continues to play at this level. I'm sure that he'll get picked up. I just don't know where I would want him. I don't know if I'd want him in Spain. I don't know if I'd want him in the Premier League. I would probably stay away from Serie A, honestly. But, uh, you know, we'll keep an eye on him. I don't know. Habibi, do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, I was going to say, going off on that San Luis thing, man, their roster looks really interesting. They got some Brazilian guy who played with Internacional, like 200-plus games. They have a guy who played with Atletico Bilbao. Like, huh. uh, Yeah, that roster looks interesting. Then they're in first place. But at the same time, my criticism towards them, uh, Chivas, Juarez not so much. Juarez has had interesting opponents. But mainly San Luis and Chivas is that they haven't really played anyone. They haven't played any of the top teams. So even though, like, America, Monterrey, Tigres, they're, like, down in the pecking order, I expect that to change soon, except Juarez. I, I think Juarez is legit. But, yeah, Chivas, it just seems they played a bunch of weak teams. Uh, and same thing with uh, San Luis, a lot of weak teams. Uh, one thing that uh, it is funny about the whole San Luis situation, though, is America was dying to get their coach. And then San Luis was, you know, not about it. And then America paid good money for him, like, to get him released. And now look at San Luis. They're playing a lot better than America is. And even though they got rid of that coach. So that was interesting to me. Uh, as far as for, um, como se llama, Quiñones. America Twitter, man, there's something else. They're saying that he's failing in America. That he's like Darwin Quintero, that he's not living up to the hype. Damn. I'm like, I don't know what you guys want. I mean, he has, like, a good amount of goals. He's scoring, like, pretty much every other game. I don't know what they're expecting out of him to score a hat-trick every game or what. But, yeah, America Twitter is not happy with Quinones. And to me, it doesn't make sense. But, yeah, bring him on to the national team. He's been here since he was 18 years old. He feels he's Mexican. I think his wife is Mexican. So he turned down the Colombian call-up. So to me, that means he wants to be part of the team. You know, it's not like a Funes Mori guy who never got called up by Argentina. Uh, so this is a guy who actually turned down his country. So I think he's going to do really well with the Mexican national team. All right, man. Yeah, we'll see what Jimmy cooks for us. We do have two upcoming Mexico friendlies, one against Australia, the other one against Uzbekistan. And unfortunately, the rumor is that Ache Ache will be making a return which I, I hope is not the case because he does not deserve to be playing on the national team. Not sure what the fuck he's doing out there in Houston. He, uh, he uploaded... All right, man. I This guy grinds my gears. He uploaded a photo today with his... I think it was his son, bro. And they looked like fucking picnic tables. They had the... I don't know if it's Burberry. It's like that one brand that looks like a picnic table. Look at like they just... And then he's just like taking photos or videos of him at concerts and stuff. Like He's not taking his career serious. He, he doesn't doesn't deserve to wear the green again. But that's just my... Well, he is getting called up. They sent the request to Dynamo. He's going to be on the next call-up. Oh, shit. That's that's unfortunate. Maybe it's a going-away party for him. Hopefully it is. Well, Jimmy said that age is not an issue. 
But he said it's also the other way around that it's not going to stop him from calling up any young players. I see. That he's, just, he's looking at the moment that they're in. So I think Ache Ache, I think his team is like in some U.S. Open Cup final. I think they're doing all right in MLS. So maybe that's why. I don't know. <sighs> For sure. Um, You guys... We're mentioning uh, some interesting players that are at San Luis. I, you know, I think they're still associated with Atletico Madrid. And one player that stuck out to me is a German player, Mateo Glimowitzk. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but yeah, he's a German player. Crazy. As far as my closing thoughts, I don't really have any today. We, we really talked about everything. I'm curious to know where... Chucky Lozano ends up if he does end up going to PSV. Um, it'll be nice to see that rivalry between PSV and Feyenoord and see who can score more goals this season, whether it's Santi or or Chucky Lozano. I am upset though that he he um he's not playing for Chivas. If he's gonna go to PSV, he's not as well, he might as well return to Mexico and uh, play for us, try and win some silverware. And but yeah, that's pretty much all I got. We will. Make sure to broadcast next week to cover all the matches for Jornada 7. And in the meantime, make sure to follow us on Twitter for any updates and memes. And uh, thank you guys all for, for hopping on tonight. Hope you have a great one.